are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, the movie. The movie. Not the TV show with the it was incredibly show, hot right? in the corner. Yeah, but we're not going back there. We're staying Wonder Woman present day. It's review time, baby. And joining us for the Wonder Woman review is a Wonder Woman herself. The lovely Andrea is here. Andrea, thank you for being here. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're talking Wonder Woman. So I think I should probably at this point... Uh, mention that, uh, Andrea, you've seen the movie? Yes, I've seen the movie. J- James, you've seen the movie? Indeed. And I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to make for a good review. Great. How are we going to do this, James? Here's how we're going to do it. I think we should just follow the typical format of any review we do. Opening thoughts, dissection, editorializing, wrap it up with a grade, but... Every so often, Andre and I will toss it over to Kyle with a question in sort of the, uh, the vein of, hey, Kyle, let, take a step at this one. I bet you you can talk in, in intelligently about such and such topic about Wonder Woman without having seen it. So we'll have a little fun with it. What you're saying is uh, this podcast will be as well-researched as it usually is. As yeah. usually is. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Under 66%. Yes. <laughs> so uh, so this will be a, a new segment on the show today called Let Me Guess. Yeah. Where uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, James thought it was rather funny and, and looked at me and was like, you know, Kyle, I think that you just, you know movies so well that you could probably just talk about a movie on the podcast that you've never seen, and it would probably be just like any other podcast that we've had. So uh, so we're going to give it a shot today. I'm willing to bet your review is going to be spot on, even though you haven't seen it, right? <laughs> well, we shall see. Uh, I did. I was very interested in seeing this movie, but in the sake of scheduling and getting everybody here and talking about these things, we're just going to go with it. All right. Also, uh, yes, um, Wonder Woman. Something that I actually have never seen and pretty much know nothing about in terms of the comic book anything. In fact, I didn't know much about any of these comic book things before the movies showed up. So I had basically no background to go off of this at all. Not even the Invisible Jet? I could. I don't even know. Can't begin <laughs> to think about what you're talking about. I don't even about. know what you're referencing. Oh, my I God. Know. <laughs> I know. The fucking Saturday morning cartoons with the Super Friends. Wonder Woman flew around in an Invisible Jet. She looked like a prostitute sailing through the clouds. Wow. <laughs> and let's begin. <laughs> well, she dresses rather scantily, She no? does, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was worse back in the day. She's actually gotten more conservative over time. Can you believe that? No. Yes. Yeah. Believe it. <laughs> she wore like damn like a bikini. All right. Out there. All right, Andrea. Opening thoughts. Andrea, opening thoughts. How'd you go see the movie? Why'd you want to see it? What'd you think overall? Uh, everyone was making a lot of fuss about Wonder Woman on the internet, and I thought, well, let me see what all the fuss is about, especially because everyone was say, talking about this feminist agenda that it has, and I was like, okay, let me see about this. I'll be the judge of that, you know, because I'm the final say, of course, of course. Oh, yes. Um, and 
I just happened to be dating somebody new. Oh! And uh, for our second date, uh -oh. I propose we go see Wonder Woman. Interesting. And did he say, what did he say? He said yes. I said, yeah. I would like to see Wonder Woman. Would you like to go see it? And he said, I would like to go see it. Did you pay for your own ticket? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, Wait, you know, actually, feminism. no. I did pay for my ticket and his, actually. I got the discount through work. Oh. Intelligence. Oh, very <laughs> Nicely good, very done. Good. <laughs> okay, so what were your overall thoughts after you saw it? How did you think it was? Because this is the first DC Universe uh, movie since the steaming pile of garbage that was Batman vs. Superman. Correct? Actually, no, Suicide Squad. Oh, yes! Worse, worse than Batman vs. Superman. To, just to heap onto the steaming pile. Yeah. I don't watch superhero movies, maybe other than the X-Men. And so this, afterwards, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I enjoyed it, as you look at it just as a movie for entertainment value. And a fun time, but otherwise, you know. Interesting. You could say I. It was I. Interesting. James? My opening thoughts. It was a movie with many enjoyable moments in isolation, but it's not a good movie. It's pretty flawed. It's got flaws left and right from the script to the template that it follows, and uh, we'll get into it more. The acting is pretty damn bad for yeah. most of the part, uh, for most of the movie. So that's that's my quick summary. Those are my initial thoughts, Kyle and Andrea. Enjoyable parts, but as a whole, not that good. I'm not gonna use the G word. I won't use the G word. Garbage. Oh, yeah. it's okay. Like, did you go by yourself? Did you go with anybody? I one pleased it. One please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. and by the way, here's a little side. Here's a little side note. Getting into year three of Loud on the Set, um, due to political differences with the main actress, I refused to give this money, this money, this movie my money. And so I, uh, well, I went to the theater. The Honey Baby's like, you better not buy a ticket for that. You know, lining her pockets even more. Blah blah. blah. I was like, no, I won't. Don't worry about it. And so I get to the theater, Kyle and Andre, and I go, all right, I got to buy a ticket for a different movie so that my money shows up in some other ledger, oh right? My oh, yeah, fuck this. We're talking like IDF supporting anti-Palestine, like, yeah, really wow. disgusting kind of shit. I know so I don't want to give her my money. Fuck no. Interesting. Uh, yeah, hey, loud and said, we're, we're, we're taking it. We're going into different directions, are we? I didn't uh, know any of that. Oh, yeah. I, totally, heard, I haven't even heard of Pete. She was part of the IDF. I did read that she was part of the idea. I did not know what IDF stood and, for. <laughs> and during the last during the last onslaught on Gaza, she was tweeting out like, "Yay, support for my idea!" Oh yeah, whoa, really bad. So hey, welcome back, everybody. Wonder Woman. James is back in the studio. All right. Anyway, so I, you know, you think I'm trying to stick, take a stand here, right? Yeah. I'm trying to be socially conscious and and political with my money, and I didn't think it all the way through. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna buy a ticket for Wonder Woman. Uh, any other movie? Uh. What the fuck is the name of this movie? Alien? <laughs> <laughs> you bought one for the new Alien. So I bought one for Alien. What is it called? Alien? Res Re Resurrection? No. Providence? Uh, Revolution? Something like Reject? that. Reject? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so afterwards I had to report that out. The, the new It's like the sequel yeah, 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 yeah. to yeah. Right. Prometheus. Right? I can't remember what it is either. So I didn't, I didn't like do it all the way around. Alien oh, Covenant. Covenant. Oh, yeah. We're way off track right now, by yeah. the way. Wonder Woman. 
Yes. That's the Wait, certain... how did you get into the movie theater if you had a ticket for a different movie? I just go to the other door. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wonder Woman's playing in theater two on the right. Thanks. I feel like the only time they ever really check is like on an opening night for something. Yeah. You know, or a weekend. That's true. Um, okay, so, so I... I took, a, I took a stand and accidentally nice. supported Alien Covenant. That's fine. I yeah. should have supported a small independent. Anyway, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Kyle, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, so my initial thoughts from the couple of trailers that I saw uh, were that it basically looked just like Captain America. <laughs> she has a shield. Yeah. <laughs> and that the setting was just like Captain America. And Except it's World War One. That it would probably play out just like Captain America. And I still wanted to see it because I was like, well, maybe it'll be better than Batman versus Superman or Suicide Squad. And it was something new. And it did have a female lead. I was impressed, sadly, by that. <laughs> um, so I was planning on going to see it. Uh, I did not see it yet. Um, interesting now, all the new things that I know. Maybe I'll find it for free somehow. Um, I think you could. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so here's here's what I predicted. So here's here's my first let me guess moment. All right, I thought that this would score really high on all these ratings, websites, and things. And it did. So that came true. I thought that it would be very high, both in the audience and both in the uh, critical reception. And it did. It got both of those. Um, I thought as well that the only reason that that was going to happen was because it was going to be coming after what were two irredeemably terrible <laughs> films mm -hmm. in every way, down to the editing and the casting and it, just everything about them. But she looked the part. They looked like they put at least the right people in the room to write something that didn't just come out of their mouths like a big hypocritical piece of nightmare. Um, and they could create something cohesive and then everybody would fanboy the shit out of it and be like, oh yeah, DC, we've got Wonder Woman, you know, we're progressive. And, uh, and it was just going to be the same ignorance, uh, leading, you know, charge of, uh, social action and justice around a stupid Hollywood blockbuster. Well, Kyle, here that on was my, let me guess. You're spot on. Right, spot on. But here, here at Loudonset, we've coined it, at least I have in the past, the episode three effect, right? Yes. Where you make, where your first couple of stabs at something, hey, George Lucas and, and <laughs> you know, Attack of the Clones and uh, Phantom Menace are so bad that no matter what you put out, it just has like the basic movements of an action movie. And everyone's like, this is pretty good. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's at your spot on. I'm What? I don't know, I kick it over to you. <laughs> Boy, we're rusty here. And Andrea. I got another section. Right, I, have, I have something to say for you. It's, 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 straight out of, it's straight out of your own notes. Uh, because Kyle didn't see this movie, Andrea and I, sort of around Kyle's head, were exchanging text messages in the wake of having seen sure. it. But I was in the group text messages. Yeah, our group text messages. I was present. I have some notes here from Andrea. Can I read them off? Sure. Now we're getting into the analysis. This part. was very exciting, also listening to the banter back and forth between uh, between these two. I was yeah. hot off the press then. Hot now the press. it's been like a month. I don't know. We'll, we'll try to keep it almost as <laughs> as close to like chronological with the movie as possible. But Andrea yeah. says, "I really liked Woman Island." Yes. Talk about Woman mascara. Island. Yeah. Are we going to the plot now? Should we read yeah. the 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 plot synopsis? Oh yeah. This is your guys' podcast. I have to Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, yeah, because we, we have to try to seed Kyle with as much as possible. Keep so us can, rolling here, right, Andrea. Read, read the plot. Okay. Here is the plot. Okay. According to who? 
Google. At least give the web. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Before she was Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained to be an unconquerable warrior. Raised on a sheltered island paradise, Diana meets an American pilot, Chris Pine, who tells her about the massive conflict that's raging in the outside world. Convinced that she can stop the threat, Diana leaves her home for the first time. Lame, sorry. Fighting alongside men in a war to end all wars, she finally discovers her full powers and true destiny. This leaves out a lot of stuff. Yeah. That, uh... Yeah, makes That's all I needed, awful. though, really. That actually. makes the movie awful. Did you hear what you just said? <laughs> all right, Kyle. That, that is your plot summary. That right was there. literally all I think that I could have needed because j just from that very basic summary, you can already see what type of story they're telling. This is like the classic, you know, isolated uh, coven of like. You know, may, oh, women are special in their own way, so we know <laughs> well, they can be over here, but let's show them what the real world is like. So Chris what? Pine comes in and fucking oh, is like, let me help you out and learn about the greater outside world since you've been cultivating your women techniques here on your secret women place. So he just like mansplains the world to her? Exactly. <laughs> and then takes her out of that and says, we can use your special woman powers to help the world, and I will help you learn and achieve them, and you will be great, all thanks to me. And boy, I just, that just sounds like so much garbage. And, but also, meanwhile, is trying to make out with her. Of, of course. Of course. Naturally. Of course. And she makes out with him. That's prediction as well. She makes out with him. <laughs> you didn't of know course. that? No. She makes out with him, right? I, th I think, I think the, they insinuate they go a little bit further than yeah. that. Yes, is, right? Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't even know. She's so naive. It doesn't make sense, like, why she would say yes. And that's just so lame that this, like, incredibly powerful woman sleeps with the first man she ever meets. Oh, good point. In fact, I wrote this to Andrea. I wrote this to Andrea. Kyle, your prediction is on point. You actually didn't take your prediction far enough. The, they imply that they yeah. they go all the way. Yeah. There are sexual relations. Yeah. Um, shit. And then love. Yeah. And then I wrote to Andrea she's in a text message. I said, it would have been better... DC would have had to roll the dice a little bit, but it would have been better and edgier if they, in fact, eschewed that whole idea. Like, in the moment of, oh, my God, they might actually, like, kiss. Oh, my God, they might be in a romantic connection. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Imagine if she was like, uh-uh, don't need it. See ya. I'll be out on the battlefield. Boom! Yeah. You know, like, wouldn't have been so much better if she was a badass on her own. But like Andrea said to me in text message, uh, she needed love to awaken her powers. Yep. Lame. Lame. So here's a question I have then. Yeah. Um, if anybody knows, does this align with the origin story of whatever, whoever first created this thing? Does this align? Is this like the origin story that kicks off whatever the Wonder Woman franchise is? I don't know anything. I don't know how consistent it is with the comics. Okay. The funny thing is there's, there's multiple versions of all. I do know that there are multiple origins of Wonder Woman's story. Okay. Like sometimes she's a direct child of the gods, sometimes she's crafted out of clay, sometimes she's the daughter of this person, the child of these two people. Okay, so, there's gods. Part, so, there's, so people come yeah. up with different Because there's like, there's like the Silver Age origins of Wonder Woman, the Golden Age comics of Wonder Woman. Like there's, yeah. Because, they played with their origin story enough. Okay, yeah. here's my next prediction then. Yeah. Because of the fact that it would fit perfectly into the patriarchy mansplaining world <laughs> of Hollywood, they went with the original origin story. That's my guess. I bet this is the original one. And I bet that they went with this 
and they did it to the T with all of this bullshittery on it, and they wouldn't innovate and take any risks in that because they knew that they could bank off of what the audience would walk away with, which was all the, you know, dudes ignorantly blind to what this actually means, the different plot points of this movie, and then they could back it up and they could say, well, we were just being respectful to, you know, the source material in a time where you could literally, based on what you just said, there's different origin stories, you could absolutely take that risk. And there was like a, a whole female writing staff and directing crew and things, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And they could have done anything with it and they could have been like, fuck you, Wonder Woman's whatever we want it to be. We'll use like a great character and we'll like reinvent it in the way that everything else is being fucking reimagined in Hollywood right now. Mm -hmm. And they could have had it be something great like that. And I bet you it was all down to the, of course, the bottom line <laughs> and just sticking with whatever that first bullshit was to uh, avoid any sort of, and they had an out in the, in connecting to the source material. That's my next prediction. We'll have to see if we're right or not. Josh, send us an email. I know you have an email. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to cycle back to something, and that is yeah. the the thing that Kyle predicted correctly, and the thing that I'm willing to bet bothers Andrea a lot. In fact, I know it does because she sent a message about it, and that is Wonder Woman being naive. Like, here you go, you're in London all of a sudden. Oh, what's this ice cream? Try on this dress. This is a revolving door. This is how men work in the the House of Representatives and all that. Like, she very is she she is very much naive as she's stumbling her way through this world, right? Uh -huh. This new world that Chris Pine has, has brought her along into. But what I find interesting is that she's presented as being really naive throughout. Like, no, we have to stop Ares. Ares, the god of war, is rampaging. And like, yeah, 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 stop Ares, but we'll drag you to the front line and let you fight. But she's kind of dumb about this whole Ares thing. That's like the understanding the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, so she's presented as naive, but ultimately, Andrea and Kyle, she's correct. Yeah. So it, to me, here's what I'll say about it, then I'll throw it over to you. To me, it was so mishandled because usually when you have like a naive character and, uh, you know, they're being brought into this world and they're being acclimated slowly and in a humorous way, eventually they come to the, to the realization that this is the world. It, it is the way they've been trying to teach me and I'm going to like adjust to it. But it turns out that she's right the whole time. Supernatural, godlike shit is in fact behind the entire world war. Or flip was, side is that they realize that this person's world is not the world that, you know, that they're a part of and they don't feel connection to that and they retreat and realize that they don't need that bullshit. They don't need the dudes in London and ice cream and stuff and they were <laughs> doing just perfectly fine on their own and I don't fucking need any of this shit. Yeah. You know, we'll go fight Ares by ourselves and you will all be pebbles under our feet while the giants, you know? These, are, these people are the naive ones over here, or I, something to that. I just think it yeah. feels like the fact that she was supposedly naive this whole time, in my opinion, the dumb one, and then she was right all along, it, I feel like it only plays into the fact that women say things and men are like, no, 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 <laughs> and what we think is right. And then it turns out she was right all along. It was but, just so they mishandled. they bailed it as naivety. It was so mishandled. It should have been, like, because Kyle, at the end, is supposed to be a villain twist. Like, you think the villain is bad guy over here who's in your face the whole movie. I totally knew that was not the villain. Like, it was so not Ares. It was so obvious. Anyway, there's a, there's a, a, a twist ending, if you will. It's it's very mishandled, and it's really awkward. All right, Kyle. I'm surprised you didn't spoil it for me. Oh, well, I could. 
I could if you <laughs> want to. Why not? No, uh, no it doesn't I, make sense if you don't know the character. Yeah. I have I have a question because I want to I want to jump in and and get a little diversity here in the conversation. Right. So, favorite part of the movie, least favorite garbage part of the movie. What do you think, Andrea? My favorite part of the movie was when they were on Themyscira on Woman Island. Themyscira. Yeah, I nice. could have just I could have seen a whole movie on Themyscira, women like shooting bows and like fighting and like. Robin Wright, yeah, Robin Wright is her name. I don't know the one from House of Cards. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's like smiling as she's killing men on the beach. I could have watched a whole movie about that. Wow. Nice. Yeah. You sure your your dating is going all right? <laughs> <laughs> Garbage part. Uh, the Most ending, egregious. The ending, not only with the CGI, but also, oh gosh, it's when she. Realizes she loved Chris Pine, Quail Face, and what's so awful is that she's like Steve, which is like the most unromantic, unsexiest name to yell out in like a passion of realization. And then she's like, I am Wonder Woman, and she like fights and wins, and oh, it was so. Does lame. she save Steve? From his own ignorance? No. Should I ruin this? Yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs> Spoiler Steve, alert. The reason why she realized she loves Steve, or like the power of Steve, is that he goes and <laughs> sacrifices himself. Because there's all these like chemical bombs on this plane. So he goes and flies it into the atmosphere until the plane explodes and thus he dies. And when she sees that, she's like, Steve! And then she realizes that... I think she even yells it. Love is the answer to all. And Aries, who she eventually uh, confronts, is like, then I must kill you. It's so bad. Oh, my it's God. so bad. Well, that's worse than anything I could have. Well, well, I'm going to chalk that one up to a loss because I could not have predicted <laughs> how bad that is. Yeah. Well, oh my god! Well, I'll I'll say where I'll do it in reverse order. I'll do my least favorite and then my favorite because I'm just going to piggyback on what she just okay. said. Kyle... Oh, thank you. <laughs> Kyle, the ending is so bad. It's so, it's so bad. Zach, I wrote this in a message on Jeff. Zack Snyder apparently doesn't take any critical feedback at all. This ending is a is he, Did he executive produce it? Yeah, he's totally involved in this. It's one of those situations of where... he is. It's one of those situations that if you couldn't that. have predicted that by the end <laughs> sequence, as you're seeing the end sequence, you'd be like, this is a Zack Snyder movie. Absolutely. Kyle, the ending is so bad. It's so over-the-top CGI. They narrate the hell out of the whole fight. Like, here's what's going to happen if you don't do this. I can't do this because I must resist you. Then I must destroy you. Boom, 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 boom. And then Steve flies away. No, Steve, uh, love is great. Isn't it? It's it's so awkward. And it goes it's on. so fast like a video game. It goes on and on and on. And the screen is just filled with flames and explosions and light and dark and clouds. Every possible color combination you can imagine. <laughs> It's out of fucking control. And the funny thing is, oh my God. what yeah, what Andrea said a second ago, you've seen Captain America the original, right? Yes. Remember, well, we reviewed it, right? Well, we kind of reviewed it. I made the joke, like, Steve, like, I got to put this plane down into the ocean. She's yeah. like, no, don't sue Steve. This is the exact same thing, only if it played out from the female's perspective. like, mm. And the female happened to be Wonder Woman. Like, in Captain America, Steve takes a plane, commits suicide, and everybody falls in love with him. In this one... Another Steve. In this one, Steve... <laughs> his name is also Chris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. In this God. one, Steve <laughs> takes... so incestuously. Steve takes a plane, commits suicide, and everybody realizes that that was really heroic, and it propels everybody forward. Yeah. So it's the same exact fucking ending. 
Uh, oh my god, so bad. Has I, he had troubles in his life? Has he like bounced around and is like <laughs> rough and tumble and has been in the trenches and doesn't know what it means to be alive anymore? Is that who Steve is? No, his no. little backstory. Do you remember his backstory or do I have to tell it? No, I don't know. All right, his emotional backstory is okay. that he has yet to really experience love. He hasn't had time to slow down and be in a relationship. Because he's been having sex with all the beautiful angels. No, not even. Nope, 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 nope. Because he's just been, he just, was just drafted. He just joined the war. And, and so he wonders what it would be like to have love and have stability in the house. And I'm, don't you remember that now? Uh, oh. Maybe. He has like a very limited character arc. Because he doesn't matter, but right? A char- no, he does matter. That's what sucks about <laughs> that whole part of the movie. Like, he shouldn't matter. He shouldn't matter. matter he shouldn't matter. He should just be an accessory. He should have just died, and she'd be like, oh, that sucks. That was cool, man, though. Yeah. Props to you for right. saving everybody. And then she's like, fuck you, Aries. But instead of Steve, oh, mm-hmm. that's so it, they, they set it up at the end where Aries, the main villain, has Wonder Woman locked down, like pinned to the ground underneath yeah. plates of metal, and he could very easily be like, boom, right to her head and yeah. kill her. Um, <laughs> but it gets so long and dragged out that everybody has time to watch the plane go up into the sky. <laughs> Wonder Woman has time to just be buckled down to the fucking runway, like looking up at it. The bad guy looks up at it. Everybody's looking up at it. Boom, it explodes. And Wonder Woman hasn't been like struggling to get out of this trap. She, you can sense that she's kind of losing the fight at this point. She's losing. To the bad guy. Yeah. But then when Steve dies, that's what triggers her to realize, love, love is everything. I must bust that. Go ahead. You yeah, didn't die. There's <laughs> even more to it. She even has a longer pause as she has a flashback of what Steve said to Just her. Just said to her. Yeah, which oh. in, like, in the movie, you see it happen and you, she can't really hear because she's like fighting Aries. She has shell shock for a second. Yeah, yeah. And so she can't hear what he's saying. But then when she sees Steve die, and she's, yeah pinned to the ground she remembers and then can rem- and can hear in her memory what steve actually said which is that he loves her right yep and then yeah. she's totally like, unearned oh love oh steve yeah maybe i should fight back oh i forgot that <laughs> it was it was the fastest flashback in a movie ever they they like had their last moment chris pine and what gal gal how do you pronounce it whatever all right, they have they have their moment in the room. She's shell shocked because of a huge explosion. He whispers something to her. You're not allowed to hear. You just hear like a. Mm. How could he even like come up to her while she's in the middle of fighting Aries? A god. He, he knows that she's fighting Aries. He's like, hey, hey, I gotta tell you. By the something. way, I love you. I love you. Go go back you in there. Don't matter. Right <laughs> I mean, like, now. Why you gotta leave her alone? All right, so then she gets beat down into the earth. He jumps into the plane and flies up in the sky, and then they have a and then. He explodes and dies, and then she has a flashback. God, it's a flashback to a moment that happened three <laughs> minutes prior. Three, isn't that the fastest turnaround for a yeah. flashback in history? Imagine if I flash back to like, all right, forget it. You get the idea. <laughs> yeah, like, oh wait, what? I think he said he loved me. Oh fuck, he did. Oh, I'm gonna get up and fight. I'm gonna duke this out. Oh my God. Right? All right. Let me get to my favorite part. Then we'll move on. My favorite part of the movie is. That action sequence, of course, when she took all the fire on the battlefield, remember all the that guns, cool. and she's boom, 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 taking it all on the shield, and then she leads the charge to that shell-blasted town. Oh, come on, that, that fight was scene. Cool. That choreography I, is great. She runs into a tank at one point at full speed, that's true. tips it on its side, then picks it up in the sky. So the, there's, your, there's your 90%. Wait, but I thought you <laughs> also... Uh, <laughs> that's all that matters. That's what you just said. Yeah, that action I, sequence is intense. I thought you liked the action sequence on the beach in Themyscira, too, when they, like, jump off the cliff 
with the bows. No, that was pretty cool too. Yeah. But it got one up when she broke out the lasso of truth and yeah, she was, was corralling strange. guys and slinging them all over this. So it sounds like fight choreography was the strength of the film. Yes. It was the best part. Wow. She had some really intense, like. She had good action sequence. Okay. I also thought even when she was in the house and she, like, beats all those guys. Oh, yeah, in the warehouse? Oh, yeah. yeah. With the whip and all. That was good. It was absolutely incredible, yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it over and over and over again on YouTube for a while. That's hilarious. All right, wait, I got a quick question. I'm going to throw this out to the, to the crowd, then I'll let Kyle take control again. Uh, before we forget, the Bechdel test. It barely passes it because really? of the mascara. Oh, yeah. In the beginning. They're talking about, like, other stuff. How about I the interaction between was. Wonder Woman and the, the chubby secretary lady? Does that not pass the... I don't remember what they were talking about. Kind of clothes and whatnot. Ah, that was so lame right. when they put the glasses on her. Well, that's that's a tip of the hat to the comics. That's a <laughs> that's what do they call them nowadays an Easter egg? Oh, God. Because Wonder Woman, much like Clark Kent, her whole disguise a lot of times hinges upon like whoop, thick frame glasses. Oh, I can't tell that you're actually the hottest thing ever. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, they said that in the movie. They said as much that's in the true. movie. That's yeah, true. all right. That's true. Wow. It's cool. All right, but it passes the Bechdel test. So it's fair. All right. Go. So Kyle. the Bechdel test. Is it now irrelevant in a world where it's it, the idea of it is so prevalent and exists that they can subvert it and then just continue exactly what they should? Isn't there like one producer that's sitting in the room that's like, okay, remember we have to film the Bechdel test scene, you know, where she's, <laughs> she's going to talk to that other girl for a second about like. War. The sky or the pain's war, yeah. And, yeah. And then, you know, back to pushing our, you know, mansplaining agenda. Mm -hmm. Do we live in a world now where, like, why are we even talking about the Bechdel test? Because it's... No, what's, I don't think what's, so. What's the... Help me out. I don't think so. But at the same time... Uh, no, I don't think so. Because it's just... Because it sounds very shoehorned in what you're saying in, in terms of that those two situations involved that we can think of. I think you should just be aware, always, no matter what. Constant awareness. Constant awareness. Because it seems rather insulting that the rest of this is so shitty. <laughs> well, I and then there's, you know, one or two instances where somebody just decided to be aware for a second and go back to... Well, it's well, not one or two instances. It it's cash. the whole, like, first 35 minutes of the movie. But at actually, the same time, I think the movie's, like, ex machina which you guys both liked, you think is a good movie, it does pass the Bechtel test at some point because the two robots talk to each other. But other than that, no right. women, oh, yeah. she doesn't talk to any other women. Well, yeah. That's so that's I, I wouldn't have said, if you would ask me if Ex Machina passed the Bechtel test, I would have said no, because I don't remember any scene where that happened. Okay. And I thought that was kind of the point of it was to, anyway, that's a different topic as well. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but yes, comparison no, to a movie understand. that has like a similar situation, but is good, you know, mm -hmm. would you ask the same questions? And I think, yes, you should, no matter what. Good. Interesting. You know, I, we, we've been bashing this movie a little bit. I'm going to do a couple more positives. Okay. okay. Um, I thought the <laughs> <Okay>. humor... <laughs> I thought the humor was actually well handled. Like, the humor was... It wasn't... Who was it, the most well, humorous? It clearly wasn't far jokes and a lot of nonsense. It was, like, subtle... No? Are you, you, giving, it a, are you, giving, it a, are you giving it a praise because it doesn't tend lowbrow humor? I think so. Is that that little bar set? That's low-hanging fruit, man. That's low like, fruit. It was it was subtle. It was understated humor. It was it was tasteful. It wasn't tasteless. Um, 
you know, like the praise she's given to the ice cream vendor. That was kind of cute. Moment, that was actually. cute. To be honest, I could have gone without Chris Pine having to comment on his genitalia and the size of it and its potency. That was a little dumb. I was like, do I really have to deal with that right now in a Wonder Woman movie? My God. Where they have to talk about his junk? Like, really? And I they did. bring it up again, like later on. We saw his booty butt cheeks too, pal. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I wrote that. I wrote to, <laughs> I wrote to Andrea. I, I thought the humor was well handled, and I wrote it was funnier than Ghostbusters, uh. a movie that was supposed to be a comedy. Wonder Woman is. I'm going on the record. This is on the record right now. Wonder right. Woman. Wonder Woman is funnier than Ghostbusters, completely, a hundred percent. Ghostbusters is terrible. No. I guess you heard it here first. I disagree. Oh, sorry to keep you awake, Kyle. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought the humor was well handled. Uh, if you want to get back to nitpicking, I can nitpick the hell this movie too. I, it was okay. I mean, it was enjoyable. It was easier to watch, but. Um, what about the pacing? I thought the pacing was actually all right too. No. Except maybe the beginning, it dragged the, the whole exposition of their backstory. You know I'm talking about. I liked the backstory. I did like, like I said, I liked the first 35 minutes of the movie, and then what, an hour and a half? Was it a two-hour movie? I don't even remember. Pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then an hour and a half of just like okay, and then there were some cool action scenes, mm -hmm. and then that was it. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really like it. I didn't really like oh, it, right. and I was really disappointed because. Actually, I thought of you, James, because a lot of women in, uh, online were saying how, you know, they cried during her action scenes. Oh, good God. And you guys might remember yes. when I watched Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, I cried during the action sequence. Uh -huh. Good God. I did not shed one tear at this movie. And I think it was because Ghostbusters, for me, was the first time that I had seen it. And... Even though James was like, low-hanging fruit, how could you even feel anything for this movie? <laughs> Sorry. He lacks your eyes <laughs> and, and life then, experience. And then I go see Wonder Woman, and I'm like, okay, I saw Ghostbusters, I had the feels, now I'm ready for the next thing, I think Wonder Woman is going to be the next thing, and it's not. Not even close. I'm just like, this is low-hanging fruit. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, they, you know, and we could be honest about it, they totally played it safe. DC, after after such terrible pieces of garbage that were Man and Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad. Hey, we can go back to Green Lantern if we want. They decided, <laughs> hey, all right, clone the Captain America movie, put it out there. Yeah, have a love story in there, even like even though that's we don't need it. Wonder Woman doesn't need it. Oh, my God. So they totally just played it safe. It's a very safe origin story. It's very boilerplate. It's so template, Kyle. It follows all the... It hits all the beats yeah, you'd does. expect. It does. I was just trying to make the point that it was a it was an awakening moment of like I understand what James was saying about Ghostbusters now. Wow. Yeah. All right. Because yeah, <laughs> James. and that's interesting James. as well because Batman versus Superman was I don't even want to say innovative. I was going to say slightly innovative, but in terms of how Marvel was running their superhero franchise. You know, they tried to do something, I guess they did Superman first, Man of Steel, right? Mm -hmm. So they already set that up. So they took a little risk with something that was a little bit more complicated, adding more characters into it, and it failed miserably. And then the next thing, Suicide Squad, they were like, let's do something really outrageous with tons of style and flash and to what you said, no substance, piece of garbage, just big disaster. 
So now it's back to basics. Make, remake Man of Steel without Zack Snyder's shitty ability to direct and just use his idea of the visual universe that was there already and put it in the hands of people and just smash their expectations down into the most baseline situation that they could get away with and then walk away with the success because it's just that easy now. Oh, the studio must have been like, you better not fuck this up. Like, <laughs> if you're even thinking about doing something even slightly different than the basic template of a superhero origin story, don't even think about it. Like, don't even think about it, you know? <laughs> They must have been like, any idea you're having right now about Wonder Woman being pregnant at the end? No, you forget. They did stupid shit like this with Superman before they reboarded this whole universe. Remember Superman Returns? Mm -hmm. Right? They, or like, yeah, I can't believe even Chris Pine died. But they, they had to kill him off because there's a there's like a, what, a like a 70-year gap between World War One and where we're at now with the Marvel Universe, right? More. It's World War One, So he had to die. So that's not risky either. Right. It's right out of the, it's right out of the playbook. It's okay. right out of the playbook. They played it so safe. So there you go. There you go. Huh. The last thing I wanted to say to nitpick a little bit is Gal Gadot is a terrible actress. Is she not? Oh, it's she so, makes good faces. That's exactly what I have written here. <laughs> I, I wrote that she's really good at the blank stare. Yeah. Like she really sells whether it's the sexy blank stare, mm -hmm. the intense looking out across the battlefield horizon blank stare. Mm -hmm. Or the trying to figure something out there, she sells it. She's very, very attractive to look at on the screen and all that stuff. But some of her lines are downright painful to listen to. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's her bad. role in Batman vs Superman was not great. As was nobody's role in that movie. <laughs> and there was so much buzz about it, and I was like, what? What is everybody talking about? Because it just felt it, all, all of that felt like a big disaster. But then. Than this. Is it stealing if you steal it from another thief? <laughs> <laughs> right? She said that at one point in Batman v Superman. Oh my god. Right? Okay, final thoughts. Final thoughts, Andrea. Or give it a grade. Should we just go right to grades? Yeah, I can give it a grade. Great right, right. thought. I got my grade ready. Uh, I'll give it a C minus. Mm. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> that was my, I know, I loaded it up earlier. I was like, D minus. No, from what they said, C minus. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's so funny. Let me guess. It was entertaining, <laughs> but I don't ever want to see it again. But I will look at pictures of Gal Gadot, Gail Gadot, whatever her name is. She's very pretty. Yeah. I gave this movie a C. Because it is a clone of Captain America. How about that? Uh, <laughs> C for clone. And it, it does. In, in my opinion, it has isolated moments that are very entertaining. Uh, but as a whole, it's like, it's bad. It's very flawed, you know? Mm. But they can get away with it because everything else they've put before it is such garbage. I did so. steal some makeup tips as well mm. when I was watching her face. I was like, oh, okay. I like that subtle look. <laughs> I can recreate that. That's hilarious. <laughs> C minus. Feminism. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't know if I will see it. Spot on. I would like to see it for free so I can see some of what we're talking about happen on screen to see if it's as egregious as it feels like. Um, but if you do remember, as you were texting back and forth, and I think this might have been lost in translation, but at one point, James or you said, What do you think about all that, Kyle? And I was like, 
that sounds like a big pile of shit or whatever, <laughs> yeah. based on everything that you guys have talked about. But and I thought you were referencing when I was describing the new person I was dating. I know. So that's how I read that. I was, <laughs> I was like... And I was shocked that that's how that came across. Is that what you thought? No. Okay, good. So I was like, oh my God. Yeah, your, quote, your direct quote was, sounds like a crock of shit. Sounds like a crock of shit. <laughs> There it is. And it does sound like a crock of shit. And it, that's very sad because it's it seems like it's just too easy to make good action sequences and things now. And that shouldn't be the the standard for an enjoyable movie, you know? know. We shouldn't sheep into just that visual splendor and, and let that pass as something that people upvote 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And other <laughs> that's what people want. I don't know. Well, that's well, a whole other podcast. In the theater I was in, want. in the theater I was in, the women weren't <laughs> crying, but after most of the major action sequences, they in fact applauded like crazy. Really? Yeah, there were there were little gaggles of women all around me that had come in, and like a group of five here, a group of six here, and then loser me sitting by himself. <laughs> and then when a, when a when a really intense action sequence kicked off and ended, and I was sitting there, my child, like, man, that was good. They would applaud like, and shake their hands and all that stuff. I'm like, this is, this I mean, is not where we need your energy, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck. <laughs> Looks like I just have to wait till 2020 and vote for the president again. Feminism 2020. Like, no, the fucking fight is still out there. It's not in the theater. Yeah. You stupid hit night. <laughs> anyway. There you have there it. There you have it. And with that, we are out of time. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Andrea. No problem. That was great. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> learning about all of that and and hearing some agreement and some disagreement. I can't believe I liked it more than I liked it more than both of you. Well, you haven't even seen it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. But that's sure that's did. kind of my I guess fanboyness, right? Chuck me a the bone of an action sequence every once in a while. I was like, hey, I can forgive things. I like superhero movies. Yeah, me. Wrap it up, Kyle. Take us home. Let on sale with Kyle and James. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes, anywhere you find podcasts. We are there. Send us some emails. Let us know if this is what we think it is. <laughs> if this is if this is what I thought it was. Let on the set at gmail.com. I'm waiting to hear from you. Josh. Let us know. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, all of you DC fans out there. Uh, I'd love to know what you have to think. But again, thank you, Andrea. If you haven't seen Wonder Woman. Uh, well, you, me too, so <laughs> that's all I can say about that. <coughs> Thanks for listening. Wow. Have a great day. See you later. <laughs> Bye. And cut.